friends, it's us. I am Steph Beagle. And I'm Lauren Abney. And this is Well Behaved. We believe balance is a bit overplayed and way overrated. We've embraced finding our perfect blend of wellness with a twist of tequila. This podcast delivers wellness remixed from face slapping facials to the ABCs of CBD. Living your best life and finding what's right for you is what it's all about. Let's do this. Friends, it's me, Beegs, but today I want you to call me Steph. Actually, I want you to call me Spiritual Steph. Ooh, I'm into this new name. It's, you know, we're going to play with it a little bit. We're going to test it out. Well, I'm Lauren, and all I've got to say is I've been read. Amen, sister. Wow, 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 wow. It is quite clear that our friend Cindy Lufred, who was today's guest, was meant to be in our lives. No question. 100%. Hundo P. Hundo P. And... I'll take us through a little bit of our experience with her because we attempted to do it in the episode, but we got too damn excited and jumped all around. It's so have much to say. Such we, amazing content. We needed eight hours. Essentially, what we did is we went to her home, we took an aura photo, she read the aura photo, and then that turned into a little channeling session where we spoke to our spirit guides and our past loved ones. Magic. It was pretty special and it was pretty cool. I've never done anything like that with a friend. I've done a lot of that on my own. No, and I love doing it together. It was so interesting when we would know who she was channeling, if they were speaking to one of us. And we also could tell when the stories we were hearing were perfectly paired for like, I knew exactly when somebody was talking to you and why they were saying what 100%. they were saying. And I think what was really cool too, is she did that aura photo after mm-hmm. where it was amazing to see how our colors changed. I remember there was like a really dark, dark, dark blackness <laughs> around my heart, which is confusing. Um, but then it became like purple or pink at the end. It was very pink and cute. It was so cute. Well, she had some really interesting things to say. And two learnings that I continue to go back to, I've thought about these since, are surrender. So letting go of the thoughts of who you thought you would be, that most likely you're meant to be way more than you ever planned for. And that's really resonated with me because if I thought about this life that I live in now, 10 years ago, I couldn't have even put it together. So I don't want us to hold ourselves down. I think part of what else gets us there is fear. So fear is not a bad thing. It sometimes just shows you that you're in the right place. It's just outside your comfort zone. I love that. And I think on a more macro level for me, I think so many people think about like getting a reading as this like moment in time. And I think Cindy really showed us because, you know, no offense to a lot of like, I've met with a hundred different psychics and mediums and clairvoyants and astrologists. And a lot of times it's this moment where you go in and you get your reading and then they're like, what do I do with this information? And I felt like Cindy really helped us see that being connected spiritually, talking to your guides, whatever it may be, is a tool in your toolbox. And it's not a one-time occurrence. It's part of your continuous life journey. Mm -hmm. And it's this ability to, to integrate that and to have that ongoing conversation, just being open to it. So for me, I just can't wait to see what people think about this. And it's not for everyone, but if you have an open mind and an open heart, I think people will love it. Should we jump in? I would love to. Can't wait. A very incredible human is in our presence today. We have Cindy Lufred, who is a medium, who's been honing her magical skills for 17 years. Um, She does everything from aura readings in this awesome camera tool that she has 
to channeling your spirit guides and those loved ones that have passed. And so what we're going to talk today is a little bit about how to empower yourself and a really incredible experience that Steph and I had with Sydney just about two weeks ago. So thank you for being here. You Thank are, you for having me. Oh, we're so thrilled to have you here. And I think that your energy and all the thought that you put around everything that you do is just incredible. Thank you. I'm so excited and very happy to be here. Thank you. Yay. Well, we start every uh, podcast with the same question. And okay. because we want to demonstrate the breadth of wellness, we like to ask everybody, what does wellness mean to you? Um, great question. Thank well- you. <laughs> Wellness to me is getting back to yourself, getting back to who you intended to be in this lifetime when you chose to come in as a soul. Wow. That's a unique answer. I will say we have not had that answer. Okay. Ever. I was just saying, did, said that? did no, I repeat? I okay. love it. The most spiritual answer we've ever had. Thank you. Well, you know, you're talking to a medium. It, it so makes sense. <laughs> no, I think that's great. Honestly, like that's, we believe in that too, but a lot of, a little bit of, I would say wellness is sometimes surface level, right? It's mm-hmm. like people think of going to the spa or like, what can you do to like look better? So I think it's pretty special to go deep, right? Mm-hmm. To see mm-hmm. what's inside. So mm-hmm. we love that and we love you. We are so happy that you've come into our lives and we wanted to kind of just share with our friends what we, what we went through. It sounds, it sounds scary, but it was amazing. Yeah. Um, I personally for forever have believed and leaned into kind of connecting more deeply with the spiritual world, right? Via clairvoyance or mediums or psychics. I, I do it all. Um, I always make the joke that I did an astrology reading probably a year and a half ago. And they gave me like an actual, like on this day, certain like things may happen. And I put them in my calendar and I realized that is not the best thing for me. <laughs> Honestly, I'm 0% surprised. Totally. That's exactly your behavior. And you're probably counting down being like, oh, I find love in seven days. Or I was meeting guys and being like, you are not in my charts. You're not on the plan. <laughs> yeah. Like, So with that being said, I've learned how to kind of incorporate it into my life, but I've never done a reading or channeling or anything spiritual oh. with another person and namely my best friend. So I thought it was pretty special for me. Was it good for you? It was awesome. So let's tell everyone kind of what we went through. And obviously you feel free to join in because we might totally say it the wrong way. But we started by doing an aura reading with a specific photo machine. Tell us about this beautiful machine, if you will. Yeah. So an aura, aura photography is one of the tools that I use when I'm doing readings. And it's it's also fun because it's a very tangible mm-hmm. thing that you can see and hold and like look at. We're very visual creatures and like to look at things. So, and I also like to do, we did a before and an after. So we did the first photo right when you guys walked in the door, like barely said hi to each other. I just had you sit down and like take the photo. So that's like kind of like your day-to-day energy, what you're mostly in and working with. So we started with that and the camera uses biometric feedback signals from your hands on these two hand plates to send a signal of what your energy or energetic field looks like to overlay it on a Polaroid photo of you. So it's all science. It was developed in a lab. It's a custom camera. You can't just buy it off the street. It takes like four months to make. I use that as like my tool to kind of get a view and like a read on what's going on with you energetically right when you walk in the door. Oh, it was so cool. I've tried to describe it to people since, and I'm really glad to hear it's biometric feedback. Camera, feedback. Yeah. Okay. A biometric feedback. Right. Camera. Cause I'm like, well, you put your hand on these metal plates and then the picture comes <laughs> and out. And it's really pretty <laughs> and it's really colorful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's good that it's rooted in science. Cause I, I mm-hmm. felt like it was spot on in so many ways. It was awesome. Right? So then we get the photos back yeah. and we sit down together and Luckily, we're in this place where we have 
pure transparency on every even thought that comes through each other's head. I think we share with each other. hundred percent. So we were totally comfortable sitting and listening to each other's readings, but Cindy got the photo out and for different areas of the picture, they reflect different parts of your life. Is that accurate? Correct. Yeah. So I like to break them up and every, that's the part that's um, open to interpretation is the reading part. So the actual photo is science, but then the reading and interpretation is going to be based on who's you know, viewing the photo and explaining it to you. So when I do them, I like to break it up into four quadrants, one about what you're working on, one that of energy and information that's coming in for you, one that's kind of like your universal themes for the year, and then the, what's over your head and your heart. So like emotionally, what you're feeling and thinking about. So yeah, so we do, we go through that and just did a quick reading on what was going on with each of you. And the colors in that area mean something different. Yes. So okay. depending, each color, I have like 55 colors that I know and study. Obviously, I, I include a little bit on the back and explain what I can in a, in a reading. But they all mean different things. And then depending on where they are means something different in the photo. And then depending on what they're up next to means something different. And then, especially for yours, Lauren, I, and I think for yours a little bit too, Steph, I saw colors behind colors that you guys couldn't see, but I could tell. And in the second photo, uh, they showed up, which was like so cool also for me, validating so to know. So wild. Yeah, it was wild. Oh, there's a little magenta in the corner. And I couldn't even see that. To the naked eye, I couldn't see that color at all. And then after... After the reading, that was the exact color that lived there. And I hate to like go, you know, fast forward, but like that was one of the most powerful moments to me was that we had been together for a few hours Mm -hmm. and that our aura and our essence could change that much, Mm -hmm. but all of it felt so spot on, Mm -hmm. right? And it's not like we did anything that different, but we did in the sense that we sat with you and we did channeling Mm -hmm. and we opened up, Mm -hmm. like we actually leaned it in a different way. So Mm -hmm. how do you kind of explain that change from the first aura photo to the second? Because like I said, it's not like we got up and like solved the world's problems in that hour. Yeah. So when I'm channeling, which for those who don't know what that means, it's basically what I call like the mediumship side of my business when I'm literally channeling or connecting with your guides or loved ones or whomever chooses to come through from the other side and deliver messages straight from them to you. When I'm doing that, I always ask that I get validations and we're essentially, I'm communicating like with your soul and with you to be able to find out like what's the most important thing in your life at this time that you need to hear so you can kind of shift and remove blocks and help move forward quicker and easier to manifest more of what you want in your life. Oh my God, I just love every (laughs) bit of that. Okay, and then just so everyone knows, what's the difference between a spirit guide and would you say a loved one? Yes. Okay. So- I define it as a spirit guide is an energy or an essence that's on the other side, so in spirit, that is with you, helping you and guiding you in this lifetime. Sometimes you may have had past lives with them. Sometimes it's someone who's never been on earth, but they're just always there to help you. It just depends on how, what, like who they are and what they choose to like tell me and how, and how you guys have worked together in the past. And then a loved one is a loved one, someone in this lifetime that you either knew or are like directly blood related to. Like sometimes a great grandparent or something will come through that either you met or maybe they passed before you were born, but they're still like, you know of them. Mm -hmm. So a loved one is someone that you met and knew or know of in this lifetime. Whereas a spirit guy could be from like past lives or something. You can't necessarily validate that. That makes sense. Okay. And then since we're on this topic of just educating, Mm -hmm. so in that spirit family tree, there's also psychics and clairvoyance. So Mm -hmm. where do they all sit in this mediumship? Do you like, am I doing a good job? So many Thank terminologies. Yeah, so so hard. But I think it's interesting because I think going into it, understanding what you can expect, mm-hmm. right? And channeling versus 
someone talking about your future or someone looking in your past. So like, will you just do a dummy, dummy's guide, if you will, for some of those two? Of course. And it's not a dumb question. I get this all the time. A psychic, so I'm a medium, not a psychic. Yeah. So the way I describe the difference is a psychic is someone who will connect with energy on the other side and deliver messages, but you might not know who they're communicating with, or it might not be very specific. It might be a little more, or they might use more tools like tarot or palm readers, you know, those types of people I consider to be more like psychic because they're either picking up stuff from your past or your future and kind of delivering information in that way. You might not know who they're talking to, but it all, it'll make sense. Like it makes sense and it feels right. A medium though, it will connect you with someone on the other side that you knew in this lifetime, a loved one in some way, shape or form, if not multiple multiple loved ones. And me specifically, I make sure I deliver messages and give validations in a way that it means something to you, but not to anyone else. It's something that only you would possibly know or understand that that person is sharing with you. So you know, without a doubt that I'm talking to, you know, your grandmother or your dad Mm -hmm. or your cousin or whomever. Yep. I thought a good example that you shared with us is that you'll say a middle name or Mm -hmm. initials because it can be, I think maybe too obvious or people might not have, you might not get the same credibility if you're saying, who's Steve? That's my dad. What if you're using his middle name and his profession? Something like that is way more where the head puts it together and it Mm -hmm. takes away any block of, oh, she could have known this about me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my, me personally, my big thing is I want to deliver validations that I can't Google something I could never possibly know about you. And a lot of times that that's like my little communication I have with my guides. And a lot of times it'll be something that you just said, like a conversation you just had, like in the elevator on the way up, or maybe it was, I just had one recently where I mentioned like a kangaroo in the beginning of a session. And I was like, what does this mean to you? And she's like, I know exactly what that means. I was with my niece this weekend and she hops everywhere now. She won't walk. So we were calling her kangaroo all so weekend. Crazy. And like, how, I could never know that. Like, I, yeah. you know, I don't even know she had a niece, let alone like what she would be doing with it. So, and then middle names, because if you could Google, I mean, again, I would never Google a client, but it helps you and your rational mind to be able, not be able to explain away the information that I'm giving you. And the reason why I make that so specific is because I'm trying to bypass your mental mind. That's like, how is she doing this? Is this real? What's going on? Oh my God. How'd she know? So I can get to your subconscious. Cause if I can tell you things about your past or about a loved one or about something going on in your life that I could never possibly know, then I I hope you also believe all the other things I'm saying about like when you're going to find love or about getting a new job or about what purpose you have on this planet and this Mm -hmm. earth or about releasing guilt. I had a client recently that she had done years of therapy and she said I healed her in like 20 minutes where she didn't get to say goodbye to her dad. She just couldn't make it back in time. And she was carrying all this shame and this guilt of not being there. And I said, he didn't want you there. And also he just changed frequency he's still around. There is no goodbye. You, you, he's still here. Like you just yeah. can't see him and touch him like you used to, but he's still here. And I listed like a million things he was sending her as like signs and validations. And she walked away and came back. She goes, I feel so much lighter. And she's like, this is, I've had been to therapy for years about this. And this is the first time I've actually felt relief from this. So again, cause I was able to give her like validations of yeah. things that I could never possibly know. It to was, help her. It was wild to, to do it with someone else. Again, mm-hmm. we trust, I mean, I tell her literally everything in the entire world, but what I loved and not testing you, but in a good way was sometimes mm-hmm. you would say something and you'd be talking to Lauren mm-hmm. and then you'd look at, and Lauren would be like, I don't really know what you're talking about. And I'm like, <laughs> that was my grandma Harriet, right? Like, <laughs> and that to me showed too, because I can't imagine you have these spirits coming down. Everyone's talking to you. You have all this stuff getting thrown right. at you. I doubt they're waiting in line for either no, one of right. us. It's like, uh, it's I, lo- I'm carrying Lauren. I have the black sign today. Totally. So I thought that was really special too. A, to get to to watch what came through for my best friend, but to also 
be there and realize that like in the moment, like you were getting pulled in different directions and I watched it and I heard it. And that to me, was just like, I've never gotten to experience that part of it before. I loved being there for you because there were a lot of validations that were coming through for you that I knew. I think it's right. I think that there was things that you said to me, like for a while for me, I've been working on like loving me, right? Mm-hmm. And I think what was interesting was you're kind of, you kind of looked at me and you're like, I think you're good there, right? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, what, I don't know what that means. But, but then it was like, okay, I've loved me and now I'm ready to be loved. And it was just funny to have someone who knows everything in my life to kind of look at you and me and be like, yeah, like this is totally right. And no offense, but when she says it to me, it's different than my spirit, my grandma saying it to me, right? Harriet. Harriet. Exactly. Who shows up every time, right? That's crazy too to know. I've done enough readings and she's always there. It's incredible. It's pretty great. My other thing that I really loved that I think makes you special um, and made it special for us was you're like, don't make it fit, right? Oh, that was the best. (laughs) Don't make it fit. Because I think that's what so many people too, they sit there and they're like, okay, you said a name, you know, P and then you're like, and you were talking to me and it didn't relate. And I could have probably pulled something out of my ass and been like, this could relate. My dog's fourth cousin's name is, you know, (laughs) Paul. But I think that also is breaking down those barriers. You gave validations and just us realizing that it's okay if it didn't all fit and maybe it fit for Lauren, right? Or maybe it just didn't fit in that moment. And you're like, come back to me or like ask your friend about that. And that was wild. Yeah. And then it did fit. Yes. So, uh, and I'll share what happened in our story is, so we, after the aura readings, then we did a channeling. Mm-hmm. And so both of us were sitting next to each other on the couch and you kind of allocated us both time. And at one point there was this P name that kept coming up and I wasn't at all thinking, I really couldn't put a P name to anything. And it, it came back, right? So I think you even said that who was talking to you was kind of bouncing around the room and like not even giving you full energy when he was there, which ended up being a really close friend of mine that had passed in college. And I think about him sometimes and I was devastated when he passed, but I would never have thought that that was somebody who would come through. Mm -hmm. And now that I've spent time with it since we were together, he came through so that I could talk to one of my friends about it. And I think even in the reading, he said to you like, this is crazy. I would never do this, but he's glad that I was there because I became the conduit. Mm-hmm. And it, it, that is so powerful. And mm-hmm. I've been thinking about him constantly since then. And I've been thinking about my friend who I need to talk to and we've lost touch. And there's so many things that I think stemmed from him finding me in that moment. And it, it's really going to be helpful for him and my friend, but also brought all this context to life for me of mm-hmm. forgiveness and moving mm-hmm. on and allowing people to be who they've changed into being. And I mean, yeah. it was intense. And I it wasn't even a tearful moment because I almost couldn't wrap my head around it. I was like, Petey's here? What? Yeah. And, yeah. and I've met with mediums before and I've never had somebody from a loved one come through. Mm. So that was what was so interesting to oh, me. Interesting. Yeah. And that's where sometimes sessions are the gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. It's a lot in the moment. A lot of times people forget things. That's why I say, don't make it fit or let me know later. You're like, they're just saying this and this because they kind of want you to f- put the pieces together. But your mind is so like you're thinking through everything and you think it's one thing, but it's not. Mm-hmm. So I love that they're like the gift that keeps on giving. And the other thing I've been noticing lately is exactly what you just said, that someone will come through who is delivering a message for maybe a friend or a 
you know, a connection of yours who really needs to hear it. Mm -hmm. And it's healing, not just for you to hear it, but also the friend for you to share it. That happened. I actually just posted on my stories recently. I had a girl come and her dad had passed a couple years ago. And when he died, her brother basically cut off the family. He just couldn't deal with, again, not being there. A lot of people have these things about not, which I get, like not being there to say goodbye so he had all this shame and guilt and just kind of cut out his whole family. Well, she immediately sent the recording because a lot came through about like he has all this shame, he needs to release this, his dad's not mad, like let this go, like blah, 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 blah. And she sent it over to him and he finally reached out to her for the first time in two years after he listened to the recording. It was like, hi. Yeah. And just like, just started just talking again, which is insane. I mean, it's just so beautiful. Like there's tons of healing that comes through in these sessions, even though it's, you know, quote unquote, like just talking to like loved ones or your guides, but there's just, there's so much healing that happens. It's just amazing. So like I said, I've met with a lot of different you know, mediums, psychics, whatever yeah. it may be. And I wouldn't say, I don't want to, I don't want to sound judgmental, but you are different <laughs> in the okay. sense that you're like super normal. And once again, I'm not judging anybody else, but I, I think it's interesting how you got to this place, right? Mm-hmm. Cause you lived a very different life before. Mm-hmm. And when did you surrender to realizing you have this power? Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I believe I was born with this gift, like since I was little. I mean, I remember, I mean, I guess as young as you can have memories, but I kind of remember like running out of my room screaming when I was on like three or four or something because I thought someone was at the end of my bed, which now I realize there probably was they someone were. there. <laughs> yeah, there was. But my parents come like, turn all the lights. There's no one here. Put me back to bed. And I like, couldn't sleep. Was so scared. Like, and I remember that. And then when I was really little, I remember I used to see an owl in the house and I would make my mom put food and water out for it and like leave the windows open because I was like, the owl needs to eat. And I thought I could hear it, whatever. She finally got mad one day and was like, that's it. We're not doing this anymore. Like, this isn't real, blah, blah, blah. You need to stop. And I shut down. Well, now I know I have a guide who's an owl. He's one of the ones that are with me like my whole life. Every medium I go to picks up on him. So just like everyone everyone you go to picks up on your grandmother, everyone that goes, every single one I see is like, you have an owl or like this big bird with you. I'm like, yeah, it's my owl. Like he's with me all the time. So, so crazy. I've been yeah, feeding him and your since mom I was tried young. to lock him out of the house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, she yeah, yeah. tried to kill him. That's well, she did. I mean, <laughs> speaking to my parents, I grew up in like the Midwest and like Ohio. I had a cat, you know, Catholic family went to church every mm-hmm. Sunday sometimes twice a week because I went to an all-girls private Catholic school for college you know her high school I mean so the whole thing that's you know and of course for the Catholic religion it's against their beliefs to practice any of this mm-hmm. which is why I didn't do it for so long but then I had an, uh, a neighbor in high school who's also a medium and she took me under her wing and kind of helped just explain to me what this is how to protect my space how to not be afraid of it and then I have hundreds of hours logged with her and practicing and honing my skills and learning about all these different things on the other side and what I can do on this side and how to share, how to channel, how to develop all the different gifts because you can hear things, see things. They're all different clairs. Being like clairvoyant, clairaudient, I'm not going to get them all right, but there's a bunch of them. So developing all of those. And then she used to have a camera. She's since sold it. But when I moved here to Chicago, I was in New York for three years, moved to Chicago. No one had an aura camera. And I was just like... I want to get my aura on. Like, I, I'm like, I just, I don't, this is the third largest thing in the United States. I was like, I don't understand. So I made a deal. I found out no one had it. I made a deal with like my self slash 
the universe and I was like, okay, if I have enough money in my bonus to finish paying off my student loans and buy the camera, I'll do it. I'm like, I'll take this as a sign that I'm meant to do this and I'm gonna start on this journey. This was two years ago. My bonus that year was to the dollar amount, exactly Girl. what I needed to do both. And I was like, damn it, I should have asked for more. I need some extra money. <laughs> I want to go shopping. Yeah, so, so I that's how it started. And it was started out of a need because I wanted to get it done here and I couldn't. So yeah, I was in the corporate world for 11 years and quit six months ago to do this full time. So, oh, so wild. Yeah, it just starts out of like a need. It just kind of naturally and then like word of mouth and... It's just been and is a it journey. a practice where as you spend more time with it, it comes easier to you and you hear more messages? I think so. Yeah. yeah. It's well, it's like a muscle. Like any muscle that you use more, it'll get stronger. Like the more you use it, the stronger it's mm-hmm. gonna get. That's what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. So that's the same thing with uh, channeling and using your intuition and clear senses. I do believe everyone has intuition and everyone can receive information for themselves. Maybe it's not necessarily getting names and as much detailed information that I get, but you can. everyone has the gift of intuition. Again, it's a muscle, though. If you don't use it, it's going to be kind of soft or a little bit quiet. The more you use it, the stronger and louder it will become. So mm, That sounds familiar. Nice theme that got brought up in yeah. Lauren's channeling. It, 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 <laughs> that's uh, from you. That's from a lot of people that I've talked with is the following your gut. I think mm-hmm. the gut really is a, a yeah. great way to say it because yeah. we've put so much around instinct and intuition and it's scary as shit for me. I, I don't know why. And it's probably a mixture of confidence and owning it and there is no doubt. I mean, the conversation that I have in my head is limiting and you picked that up immediately. Mm-hmm. And that was something that for me to evolve and expand, I have to own that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, I have to know that, but then it's- It's so scary. It's, yeah. it's yeah. so scary. It's super scary. It's- and it's also holding yourself accountable for actioning on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I mm-hmm. know that that's limiting, test it. Mm-hmm. Totally. Pay attention, mm-hmm. listen, mm-hmm. flex and, those muscles. Yeah, mm-hmm. flex that damn muscle because mm-hmm. it's not going to get any better. That's mm-hmm. what I think too is so interesting is something like you're like leaning into your gut and your intuition. Like I could tell you that all day long, right? Like totally, I have many times. <laughs> just saying, but I think that's like the power for me of this this kind of leaning into the spiritual. And we a big mantra for us is like stepping into your power, right? Mm-hmm. And being open and curious and just you know embracing the different things that are out there. And for something like this, we don't know you very well, but no. we came in the room and we sat there, and you said things to us, or the guide said things to us, our loved ones did that are so spot on. And for whatever reason, for me personally, I can have friends say it, I can have my parents say it, but in that moment, mm-hmm. it just feels like something bigger. And it's something, it's what you need to hear at that time. Totally. Mm-hmm. I, I truly believe that. You go home and you unpack mm-hmm. it and you, I mean, we've been together probably every day for the last since we left you. And I just, we, there's moments that I'm like, we just heard that. And we've like, reflected you know, on that. And I'm that. like, are you listening to your gut? <laughs> like, Yeah. But no, it, I hear it. I'm just not actioning on it. But it is, it's interesting. Th- whatever yeah. is the tool, and I don't think there's one right one, right? But for me, like there, I've, I have not one who I probably should have, but I don't go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Definitely couldn't, could use it. But um, for me, I have always felt like I really like to listen to the universe and to signs. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to take those and like, help them drive my life. Mm-hmm. And even in a session like yours, we were together for a few hours and I left and I changed a big thing for me, sharing with my friends. You know, I worked on loving myself 
And I think you said something to me that I seem like I'm closed off to like men, which is so wild because in my heart, I'm like, I want to be loved and I Mm -hmm. deserve Mm -hmm. love. And I have literally in the weirdest places this week been just saying like, I deserve love. Like I want love. And whether or not that works, like it feels like I'm doing something to help me get there. Mm -hmm. And that I'm just, I'm proud of because I knew that, but I needed to hear it. You, and you have to be ready for that because for so long we've been saying you have to love yourself. And so you, it was almost as if you were able to close the chapter and be like, I'm proud of myself. I've done the work here. The next thing I need to do is open myself to love. Because when Cindy reads my photo, there's black doom and gloom over and my, my heart. heart. <laughs> I have a black heart. Well, the other crazy- There was a little pink a little, popping through. I think by the end, there was a by lot By the of end, pink. there was a huge pink. Yeah, because yeah, that was, was the biggest shift in yours was over your heart. It was just- I was just saying it was muted. Yeah. It wasn't gloom not there. It was just a little, it was no gloom and doom, everyone. It was just yeah. muted. Thank you, Cindy. That's, that's the that's word I like nice to use. To it just, I could just tell it was like close. Like it was just, it For wasn't sure. able to shine. And then by the end, after we did the channeling and I did a little sound bath healing, your heart, huge. I mean, it was the brightest thing in the second photo, the absolute brightest thing. It just opened wide up. It was beautiful. The other thing I wanted to thank you and my guides and loved ones for was so I've probably had seven, not not exaggerating, readings where they've told me that I need to meditate. And then I go home and I don't. Like I already do it for two nights and I don't. I, since I saw you, have been meditating. And I will say, like some nights it's me in bed listening to, you know, my one of my apps. The other day I was in the infrared sauna and it was literally me just saying my mantras out loud. Mm-hmm. But three minutes, five minutes, like I just, I don't know what. I was waiting for, but I, for whatever reason, I'm like the seventh time is the charm. I was about to say, what was it do you think that finally got through to you? I don't know. I I think I'm ready. Okay. I think. Yeah. I, I'm really proud of you. And also I told you after we left that Harriet was going to be really pissed if you didn't start meditating. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to disappoint my grandma Harriet. Harriet That's right. I told you seven times. You know, she would bring it up in the next one and you come to see me again if you weren't doing it. And honestly, I was sick of like, it's a weird thing in life when you like, there's certain things we can control and there's certain things we can't. Like I can absolutely control spending three to five minutes meditating. So like it's enough already. And I'm not a procrastinator and I'm not lazy. That's exactly so it. So it's like, what yeah. What am I doing? Like, let's just do this. So. In pretty much any place, if they were like, you can have no pimples if you do this. You can progress and work if you do this. You've been told multiple times that you will be the best version of yourself if and you start meditating. And, and I'm like, every no, time thanks. I'm like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, fuck off, no thanks. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so thank you. Yeah. For, and I think that's, Lauren and I talked a lot about this is, it's not a moment in time that you have a reading and then you walk away. No. And I think for some people it is, mm-hmm. but I think for us, and I think it's part of, once again, being open to it is taking that practice and making it part of your life and continuing to lean into that. I love that. The photos, I think, are a really nice, tangible way where mm-hmm. even within the session, you're saying, I came in like this and I left like this. Totally. And you you can feel it in the lightness of your own mind and body, but would you consider doing then a progression of photos if people come month after month? Oh, or yeah. how do you see people leveraging these tools so that they start to open themselves up to be their best selves? Yeah. And I have a joke with my friends that it's like a caution that if you start hanging out with me, you're going to get addicted to aura photos because most of my friends are addicted am, to getting them done like every month. Now. I was like, why don't you bring your camera today? Because <laughs> it weighs 100 pounds. It's like 700 uh, pounds. It's yeah. a lot. Totally. Um, but yeah, you can use it as a succession and, and I always tell people that they'll change as you change. So if you feel a big shift in your life or if you're meditating every day for like a month or six weeks and we take it again, I guarantee you it's going to look different. And it's so, again, that's another 
thing that is helping to seal in the new story you're telling yourself of, okay, yes, this meditating is how I've been told this seven times, but now I'm actually doing it. And oh my God, look how my energy is changing. I'm going to keep doing it. It's, you know, it just, it just helps seal in these new stories, these new practices, these new energetic way of being. So with the aura photos, that makes sense. How do you tell people to kind of incorporate the channeling and that experience into their kind of daily, weekly, monthly lives too, right? Because Mm -hmm. it's like, Again, I think people are like, I went to, I had a reading two years ago. I'm like, that's amazing. But I think there's, to your point, there's progress and there's ways to integrate and to like activate the things that you learn in a session. So like, how do you kind of advise clients on that too? Yeah. So I like to use like the mediumship and channeling in my day to day or even every like month to month or six weeks. I have CEOs that come to me and ask me for advice on if they should partner with this person or if they should merge with this company or when they should go to market with something, planning on how they want to do a marketing strategy, what products. I mean, you can literally use it for anything in your life. So to your point or to your question, Steph, it's a great tool to use on an ongoing basis because there's lots of things to unpack, right? I'm going to tell you in the first session or in the first two times we meet the things that are most relevant right now. Mm -hmm. But assuming you do the work and you continue to evolve and you continue to release things and start new stories and, you know, start meditating, new things are going to come up. So there's, and then you can unpack those and release those. I mean, it's constant. Like you asked in the beginning, what is wellness? Like it's getting back to who you are meant to be in this lifetime. That's what channeling and mediumship can help you with. And along the way, it can give you validations. And even people who are very intuitive or are very spiritual, like myself, I love going to them because it's just so validating to have a complete stranger tell you things about your life. And to know that you're not crazy about like a friend that you got in a fight with. When I'm like, why did this happen? I thought we were fine and we get in this huge fight. And then a medium came and told me, well, this is what's really going on. I was like, oh, I'm not crazy. Like this wasn't my fault. You know, it's just little things like that can just help. It's it's amazing. I love Brene Brown and she talks Mm -hmm. about the stories that we tell ourselves. Mm -hmm. And what I've seen is when I've had these experiences, they're typically replaying to me something I've already said in my head Mm -hmm. or something I've heard. Mm -hmm. And I've either discounted it as something that you know, narrative that I'm developing inside my head or distraction instead of, again, I don't trust my gut. So this all makes sense right now. But being with somebody who could tell you, you know, you're on the right path or these are the things that you want to work on. That's an ongoing journey. Exactly. That is most definitely not a one and done. No. It might be helpful to hear from a past loved one on a one and done, but I can definitely see how pairing with somebody like you could really help influence how people progress. Mm-hmm. What would you say to the naysayers out there? I'm, like you, There's people like us who <laughs> clearly are like, give us everything. I'm in. Do everything <laughs> to us. Like we don't care. But I mean, there's, I mean, I, we have friends, we have family out there that are just kind of like, I don't get it. I don't know. I don't. What do you say to people like that? I do say for anyone that comes to see me, you have to at least be open. So I don't, condone if people are forcing someone to come see me or forcing them to come sit in a session because that's just, they're not, it's, if they're not open, nothing I'm going to say is going to change that. Right. I'm not in the business of changing people's beliefs if they don't want to be helped for people who are true naysayers, but are open. I just tell them that I, even if you don't believe in this, it still works. I can Mm -hmm. still 
give you something that will help you in your life at this time or in the future just to feel better about where you're at or to know that you're on the right path. It can still work. You don't have to be a huge believer, but you do have to be open. That's the only thing I do ask. And then the only other thing I say sometimes is if you're waiting for me to say one specific name or like one piece or one place or something, you might walk away disappointed because there's so many people talking to me and there's so much going on that I might not say that one specific name, but I will give you 20 other things that make sense and that are validating. So sometimes that's hard if you get caught up in like one thing or from one specific person. Like I had a client once who she wanted to hear from her mom and the first time I read for her, she just didn't come through. It was in a group. I heard her grandmother. She got a lot of other great information. The next time I read for her, she was in a small group. It was two people. And I was talking to this woman whose mom had passed and I said, oh, and I'm hearing the name Sue. And she goes, oh, is that mom's name? And my previous client that was sitting here, she goes, that's my mom's name who also passed. So two people, two women, both had mom's path whose both mom's name were named Sue. Wild it was crazy. wild. Yeah. So it was just meant to be that she came through at that time. So that's the other thing too, is if you're, I can't control who comes through on any given day. I can't explain necessarily why they may not come through on a certain time, but if you come back, they might show up that time. So it just, it just depends. It just depends on what's yeah, I think going on. What was good for, for me personally is like, right. Sometimes you sit there and you're like, I hope she gets to the part where she talks about my relationship, but like <laughs> you were like, is there something specific you want to hear about? Yeah. And it wasn't like, it's not like you forced that, right? But yeah. it was like, if something comes through, like, what is it that you're kind of here to learn more about? I prefer that versus I have sat in sessions before where I wait two hours and I'm like, it's really fucking annoying to me that she hasn't talked about my new business that I'm building. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Right? Like you kind of, you come yeah. in with, you come in with preconceived hopes and notions of what you want to get out of it too, but you have to just be open and surrender. Yeah. And I don't mind if people come with a list. In fact, that helps me. And I'll say, and some people say, I have a list of questions. I'm like, great. I'm going to go for the first like half hour. If we do an hour session, let me see if I get to them and I'll stop like, you know, 30 minutes in or something and say, okay, what's left? And they'll usually be like, well, you got to all of it. I'll be like, okay, well, what else do you want to talk about? It helps if you have a list because it helps them on the other side get focused. Otherwise they'll just kind of go off on a tangent and reminiscing or talking about whatever they want. But you don't, again, you don't have to do that, but it helps. This is what I love so much about you is that it is so, you behave like us, yes. Yes. right? You're a business yeah. woman, you, you have a yeah, list. Like us. Yeah. You're type A, yeah. you live in the real world yeah. and you don't live, abide by this woo-woo, ethereal kind of vibe. And I think that what that makes it me feel like is like, okay, you understand business, you understand mm-hmm. complex relationships, you understand all of these elements that are not just yogic, yeah. soft, you yeah. know, you bring stats, I feel like, and data and you, and such information. And with that, people can move at the speed in which they want to versus just waiting for the information to come to them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's part of my whole brand and why I really feel so called to do this work. One, to help people and heal them. But two, I want to make this more down to earth and more tangible and more, I don't want to use the word mainstream, but just more accepted Mm -hmm. and just have it be another tool in your toolbox that you can use to help you in life. And it doesn't have to be woo woo. In fact, I don't like, I actually stay away from all that stuff. I don't like that stuff. And this, and this is the work that I do. It just, I want it to be very tangible, grounded, normal. Yes. Well, that's exactly what you do. Hallelujah. (laughs) I'm kidding. So not to put you on the spot, but today you knew you were coming to do this podcast. Was there anything that kind of came to you in prep 
or did the spirits say that this is going to be the best podcast that's ever happened in the world? They knew. What do you think? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was meditating on the way over and I heard three things. Two of them I posted about recently. So the one theme I'm hearing lately is surrender and just letting go of how you thought things would be because most likely you're meant for way more than what you ever planned for yourself. And but you have to surrender first and let go of some of those preconceived notions in order to allow new things in. And then the thing that I posted today was another message I heard that I should share on this, which is expanding and about fear. So as you're like doing these practices and manifesting and attracting in more things into your life, a lot of times you get a little scared or you start getting like, oh my gosh, can I handle this? Is this the right move? Is this the right thing? But a lot of times that fear is just your body's response being like, oh, this is different. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is more. Oh, this is this is not what I'm comfortable with. And so that's where you just have to have a conversation with yourself if your gut is saying, no, this is the right thing to that little fear part of you and just say, it's okay. I got this. It's just different. And let go of some of those fears. Or I put today, like, hand them over to like your grandma. Like, be like, hey, grandma, I'm having a rough day. Can you help me with this? Like, just, I just need you to help ease this. Like, you can put them to work. I put them to work all the time. I'm like, ask for this, ask for help, and just removing some of the fear. And fear is not necessarily a bad thing. It sometimes shows you that you're in the right place. And again, it's just showing you maybe you're outside your comfort zone, which again can be a good thing if you're trying to expand. And then the last thing I heard, which we sort of have been dancing around the topic, but I just want to kind of wrap it up in a pretty bow, which is be careful of the stories that you're telling yourself and be careful of absolutes, like saying never or this always, or this is just the way it is. And be careful of doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting something different. Like case in point, never meditating, but expecting things to change. Well, maybe you need to start. Uh, <laughs> maybe okay. you need to start meditating. So these these stories, these words, like always, never, it's the same, are keeping your mind in a constant negative loop, and that doesn't allow um, for the universe to work its magic and to come in. So again, just shifting your vocabulary can even have like big impact. Or as you mentioned, Lauren, shifting your stories you're telling yourself can really have big impacts in your day-to-day life. Well, I have no doubt that those are relevant to all of us, but also I guarantee when people listen to the podcast, there's going to be something that they were supposed to hear within that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And two things I wanted to just touch on as well, which are... In a session, what I'm essentially doing is just bypassing your conscious mind to help rewrite these stories for yourself. That's kind of what I'm doing in a nutshell. And a lot of times when people leave a session with me, they things happen a lot quicker. And again, it's because I'm helping you to, to bypass those stories and open your mind up to new possibilities. And when that happens, the universe can work quick then. So a lot of times people come to me and be like, yeah, you said this. And then like six months later, I had this new job. And I'm like, yeah, great. Love it. Keep going. It it can it takes people as someone explained to me once is like working on a typewriter to then going to high speed internet. Like in a session, I can take you to the high speed internet because I'm able to speak to your subconscious and help you move past those limiting blocks and beliefs. So good. So good. And to your point, one last thing. I love doing groups and I love doing like two people in a session because it's so nice to be able to share the experience with someone. I think some people are so afraid of what someone's gonna say or like afraid of exposing their secrets. But it's not really about that. Mm -mm. And so I love that you guys got to do it together and are sharing it in this format on your podcast because it really can be so powerful having it 
with <laughs> someone oh my god did that really just happen for everyone who's not here we were just oh literally sitting in this in our podcast room and the lights got brighter and our spirits are here now which means it's gonna be the best podcast in the world right i'm so excited <laughs> thank you so much right on so many levels we're so lucky and grateful to have you in our life and i think we just can't wait to to share i'm not that good at sharing but to share you with everyone else and i think just understanding that it's not this huge commitment. It's mm-hmm. just like, I love the word, surrendering, being open-minded and and realizing that it's something that you can take with you on your day-to-day basis, right? Mm-hmm. Expansion and growth. Expansion yes. and growth. She always says things much shorter than I do. So we appreciate you. Thank you. I, thank you so much. This was magical, including the lights going including on at the, the end. Lights, was, yes. This is so magical. Wow. And There's thank you guys for being open and for sharing it because it helps to bring this out into the world. So we're here, everyone. girl. Thank All, you. Every human needs to We're going to just sit in the room and have you read <laughs> us for like seven more hours. Bye, okay. friends. Gotta go. <laughs> Bye. Friends, this has been fun. Thanks for spending some quality time with us. If you need more of us in your life, we totally get it. Follow us on Instagram at wellbehavedpodcast. Also, we aren't selfish. Tell us what you need and want to learn more about by sending us a note at wellbehavedpodcast at gmail.com or slide into our DMs. We prefer that anyway. Until next time, stay well and somewhat behaved.